Hello, and welcome to What's Your Deal? This is the show where we read tarot for special guests to find out where they've been and where they're going. I'm your host, Ariana Lenarski, and with me today is cartoonist and author Jack Shogrim. Hi. Hi, Jack. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so good to be here. It's a pleasure to have you. Jack is an author of the book Things I Do But Just For You, mm-hmm. which was an Oprah's book of book club selection mm-hmm. and i'm curious if you get to meet oprah or engage with her in any way if you have no. that <laughs> no i got an email basically saying that uh it was from my editor so there were like at least three or four levels between me and oprah uh <laughs> basically saying like your mom's dreams came true <laughs> and <laughs> your life will only get worse from here <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah it, I did not get, get to meet Oprah, but I did find out by telling people in my life that a lot of people that I know have met Oprah and have Oprah stories. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. I'm like, well, that's cool that you have that better that's thing. <laughs> <laughs> but was was there's random? I hope like maybe they just ran around. They weren't selected. They were by mostly Oprah. random. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. The universe put it together. It wasn't Oprah. Yes. Right. Okay. Yes. That's different. Mm-hmm. Doesn't. That's not as good. She didn't choose them. Right. Um, and you said your book also, you heard that it helps people get engaged. Yes. <clears throat> so it's happened multiple times now. I think uh, three times where someone has reached out and said, I love your book. Me and my partner read it all the time. Uh, the first couple said, we, we read it to each other once a month. Oh and <laughs> I was like, that is the sweetest thing I've ever heard. And uh, basically people have reached out and said can you help me propose to my partner and so yeah the first time it was it was new ground and (laughs) so I I was like absolutely I would love to um like let's figure this out and so I I drew her proposing to her partner and gave her a print of it and slipped it in the back of a copy that I had signed and uh I literally wrote like you know blank this other you know, this, your partner loves you so much. And I basically just wrote exactly what they wanted me to, but I basically proposed for them. (laughs) And uh, yeah, it was, it was a wild experience. Yeah. Did you see the thing recently where Mark McGrath was hired to dump someone? No. You know who Uh, Mark McGrath is, right? Yeah. Sugar Ray. Yeah. uh, You know how they do cameo and stuff like that? Yeah. Oh, well, I feel like that's, there's some utilitarian aspect of that that yeah. you probably didn't expect to I I be thought it, I thought that like I remember thinking that as a joke a couple of years ago that it'd be funny if as a reality show a joke reality show that celebrities come and do hard things for you Ooh yeah like I love that quit or open a jar <laughs> I would love to have Kareem Abdul-Jabbar open a jar for <laughs> me <laughs> Oh that'd be a delight Uh um I had a I did that recently with Chelsea Pretty. I was telling you this oh, yeah. last night where I called her and I asked her for advice about if I should tell someone that I like them or not. Yes. And then she was like, yeah, you should. I on Like that. on her podcast. And I was like, all right. And I did it. Oh. But it didn't turn out. <laughs> it didn't work out. Well, you got to put the cards on the table. Yeah, that's sometimes. well. That's why we're here. That's why also. we're here. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you... Uh, know anything about tarot outside of just us being friends 
Anything like that? I have any history with my history with tarot is having grown up in a very religious house that uh, both my parents are pastors and church planters and uh, what's my a, what's a church planter for church planter I know yeah it's a very <laughs> industry specific <laughs> term uh, basically my parents helped start churches all around the world uh, basically mostly before I was born um, a few since I was born but uh, they're just very good at like starting churches and getting momentum and then being like all right you all are good wow and uh, they've done it I guess I want to say like 15 cities like uh, they did it in Norway before I was born my sister was born there and yeah so uh, what uh, what sect of Christianity or church? it I think the closest, I mean, we always say Mm non-denominational. I'm not really religious anymore, but uh, yeah, non-denominational. I I always tell people cool church, like, (laughs) like, don't (laughs) just wear whatever, Uh, like shorts and sandals church, if you're feeling it. Um, Yeah, they had a a very wide uh, diversity of people coming in and um, yeah. But they, but they had a a anti-tarot slant. Yeah, that. So it's it's kind of a a weird dichotomy of uh, kind of being a slightly radical, um, sort of lefty um, Christian family, um, at least compared to the rest of Christianity or the conservative side. Um, And then (laughs) uh, my parents didn't let me play role-playing games when I was a kid (laughs) because they thought that it would be used to um, kind of like direct my thinking in uh, in different ways. And how did they even find out what they were, though? Like, how did they how did they sort of? Oh, I'm sure my mom like heard from one of the other homeschool moms that uh, <laughs> that it was a thing. <laughs> and yeah, basically any any video game where you had to like think as the player, my mom uh, didn't want me to, to buy. And then you know I was so the she last. she kind of blocked you also from being like a huge nerd. A little bit, yeah. yeah. She's like, oh, that's nerd shit, Jack. (laughs) Please don't. Uh, Yeah, in a weird way. And so tarot was kind of an extension of uh, just, uh, I think it was, my parents just didn't understand very much about it. And so it it was kind of seen as magic or like, uh, you know, dealing where you shouldn't be, or just, it felt like a dark corner of the world that they weren't familiar or comfortable with Mm -hmm. and so anytime tarot would come up my mom would kind of tense up and uh be like that's that's satan's work (laughs) or basically (laughs) and uh now i'm as an adult now i'm i'm realizing like okay so we're taught in in that religion that satan has no power over you but also (laughs) satan's working (laughs) and (laughs) trying to get you to do stuff I don't know. Uh, so. <laughs> were you allowed to read like? Also, you know the devils in tarot, right? Are you aware that the, one not, of the not, cards? Yeah, one of the cards is the devil. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think I got Just it one day, and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then someone was like, "Oh, it's actually fine." Uh, so were you allowed to read like Harry Potter? Surprisingly, yes. Oh, well, how'd that get around Satan? Because your mom liked Harry Potter. I think it was because it was really popular. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, it was a kid's book with like a fun cover. Mm -hmm. And 
all my friends were into it. If if all of my friends were into tarot, uh, and like the world was like, if they talked about tarot on the Today Show, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, oh the Oprah. kids are doing it. Yeah, if Oprah, yeah, oh man, Oprah or Doctor Phil. Uh, my mom would probably probably You're have like, oh, okay. turned the tide. And also, I was the last kid um, of three. I have two older sisters, and so they were way more protective of them. And then oh. as I got older, it very rapidly became a hands-off situation. Mm. Interesting. Um, yeah. So you didn't have it as harsh as your older sisters probably. They remember Correct. a lot more like. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Um, but I still did get some weirdness, um, especially when I was homeschooled for like two years in middle school. Um, we, My mom suddenly like was taking me to like a homeschool co-op and meeting all these other homeschool families. And uh, it was just... Yeah, some weird ideas. <laughs> like I like literally was taught a class by another homeschool mom who was explaining to us that evolution is fake and oh, no. scientists are like grinding down human uh, skeletons to make them seem like we're related to apes and that there's there are oh, grind my marks. God. <laughs> yeah, and luckily I, I I got out of there, but that was Just, on the fringe of wow. what, what my upbringing was for sure. So. Now, what do you, hmm, what's your barometer now for trying to figure out, do you feel like that's affected you very strongly in terms of trying to determine what is real and what's not real? Like, Mm. what's your inner barometer now for, are you just kind of like, I don't know. so much more loosey-goosey about stuff now. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I think where I'm at now is like, okay, I believe in like energy and we can put energy out there, whether it's good or bad. And um, I think that we're all kind of part of the same, you know, wavelength, the the greater wavelength of the universe. You know, it's just kind of, <laughs> I'm getting like very, I feel well, like I'm getting like very Well, you sound like a Los Angelino. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you Talking about energy just, and wavelengths. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you, yeah. You're in LA, now you believe in the LA vibe. Yeah, basically. I think everything's connected and, yeah. uh, you know, like, what is it, like an atom basically represents, is shaped like the the, the solar system. In it a is? Way. Well, I mean, if you think about it, it's like a core and things revolving around oh, I it. Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. I think that if that isn't like a one-to-one comparison, that's at least how I feel about it. Right. It's like the big is the small and we're all one in a way. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were, well, I guess we were like slightly talking about that last night i thought this really interesting mm-hmm. if you're comfortable with me talking about this with your dad yeah, of course okay yeah well you, we were talking last night that your dad died on the operating table and came back to life yes yes and something that was really interesting that you said that when he died you said that he heard every voice in the world mm-hmm. speaking yeah. as one yep yeah he i i need to reread his book about it it's called the day i died by Steve Shogren. Uh plug shout okay, out dad. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, he he basically like had a conversation with uh, what he understood to be God, and it was the voice of everyone in the world. And when he came out of his coma at the end, he just was saying big, 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 big. Whoa! And uh, he said it was so loud that it just was like overwhelming. And uh, yeah. So, so, so he had he had actually died. During a surgery, right? Mm-hmm. For seven minutes, he was dead. He was dead for seven minutes. Mm-hmm. I was seven years old. Um, it was in 1997. 
because seven is Ooh. the most powerfully magic number. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And, and uh, wow. So and so, he had died and then went into a coma. Mm-hmm. Wow. He died and then I. So uh, a stereoscopic uh, device was mispiloted in his operation and it punctured both sides of his aorta um, at somewhere in his body. And he bled out and died on the table. And basically they like pumped him full of three times as much blood as we normally have. And that somehow brought him back to life. But uh, he was saved by another team of doctors who came in later that actually was... Yeah, that, that's another part of the, the, the crazy story is that my sister's best friend's dad kind of came in and saved the day. Um, He's like a surgeon at her, like uh, at, at another hospital. So, but, That yeah. she had facilitated, right? She like kind she... of was like, yeah, like, can your dad come in here and save my dad's life? <laughs> <laughs> and then it worked out. And uh, yeah, some wild shit. Um, wow. I didn't know that that's what he said when he came out, the big, big, big. Yeah. Just like recited that over and over again. Yeah, and that totally fits in with my, with how I see the world now. You know, um, just everyone is, it's it's just yeah, we're all kind of one in a way. Um, I feel like that was something I understood on a really. <laughs> I feel like maybe I've talked about this on here mm-hmm. before, maybe not. Um, on a really deep level when I got like stoned one night was in the bathtub (laughs) and was like, Oh my God, I get it. Like I get it. I see, like I understand how we're all one. Mm -hmm. And I felt extreme ecstasy, which I assume would be like what Nirvana would feel like or something like that. Yeah. It sounds like it felt like it very much. Yeah. (laughs) yeah, Were you reading the Dr. Bronner's label? (laughs) All one. And it's like just it like, a really long rant about all of us being one. <laughs> Is that possible? It's, he's so smart for that. Dr. Like, Bronner? That's such, yeah, that's like sure. such a smart tactic to advertise in a bath in, a, in the shower. Is Dr. Bronner a person? A man? I think he's a real person. Hmm? I think. PhD. He's, I mean, he, <laughs> <laughs> some weird shit probably for, put that, he probably for tacked PhD. that on, tacked that on at yeah, the front, sure. a doctor of soap. Yeah. So, um, I, but I feel like, um, he seems like the kind of guy that's probably dead and his kids are carrying on his message. Yeah. We sure. Maybe look it up. Or maybe he was never alive. Maybe he's a Dr. Pepper of sorts. Oh, is there no Dr. Pepper? Uh, oh, you know what? I don't know. Hmm. Well, let's take a guess. <laughs> we'll take a guess. Was there a we'll Sergeant Pepper? The break. Oh, okay. I'm going to say there's no Sergeant Pepper. Hmm. I'm going to say there's no Dr. Pepper. Hmm. I'm going to say there is a Dr. Bronner. That's going to be my guesses. Okay. What do you think? I think that's a safe assumption. Yeah. Okay. I think you're going to go with me. That's what I would. Mm, yes. Okay. I bet Dr. Bronner was involved in the way that Bert was involved with Bert's Bees, like at the very beginning, and then got like tossed out of his company because he was like so radical in his ways. It, it, this is, is a whole separate true? story. Wait, yes. I think there's like a documentary do? about it that what I've literally happen? only heard described to me. So uh, <laughs> uh, basically, he he just wanted to do it so uh, so grassrootsy that like the capitalism side of owning a business. Uh, 
kind of came in and like bit him uh, in in the ass. And because he actually kicked him out. he didn't want oh he didn't never wanted it to be capitalist. I think so. And then it yeah. spiraled out of control because his product was so good. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've heard that they put things in Burt's Bees to make your lips inflamed so that you keep needing more. I've heard that too. Yeah. Do you think it's an um, urban myth? I think it's an urban myth. I think it's like a homeschool mom myth. It's like, you know, they put fiberglass in there, right? <laughs> you know that Fig Newtons have wasp eggs in them, don't you? Was that another one that you Yeah. Read? Oh, my God. <laughs> Even though it's like the most homeschool treat I can think of. Fig Newtons. Yeah, what are the... <laughs> the most boring yeah, really food like, possible. <laughs> they're pushing back against their like, why do moms go for that? My mom was yeah. like that too. She was like, Fig Newtons, yes. Fig Newtons. Finally the treat. <laughs> For my child. Yeah. It's the denim dress of foods. <laughs> <laughs> my um, my grandmother was super conspiracy theory, like, we've never landed on the moon. Whoa. Uh, I'm not buying a fucking dryer. I'm going to put my clothes out on the line. What? And, um, Wait, what does that have to do with, any, with the oh, conspiracy? Oh, I don't know. I have no idea. Oh. Uh, I, I, don't know what her cons- I don't know what her thought process was behind it. She was just, like, in 1950 till 1990 like and Mm -hmm. so my mom got sick of it and bought her a microwave finally Mm -hmm. which she like hid as far as she could like back in the pantry and then when my mom came to see if she's using the microwave she opened it and it was just full of fig newtons and that's what she was storing (laughs) (laughs) she was just using it as storage space (laughs) i love that the microwave is like the one thing out of all that that can actually hurt you like, <laughs> Wait, it can? like let's just put it in our house well, Wait, i mean can if you hurt you if you put your head close to it i'm sure it's not good for you <laughs> no just the microwaves the tiny little <laughs> wait <laughs> <laughs> just i think that uh exposure to microwaves i think the person that in, invented microwaves or something like got cancer in some way or Are something you serious? like that yeah it's kind of like a madame curie situation where like the thing they were studying kind of came in Wow, wow. We're, we're talking a lot about that. People that whose creations uh, destroyed them. Destroyed them. Wow. Mm. Um, There's just, a whole Wikipedia article just about like that. God. Just like God. Just like God. Creations <laughs> destroyed him. Mm. Us humans, we killed God. Mm-hmm. We're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna read the tarot of Jack Shogren. Welcome back to What's Your Deal? We're gonna read the tarot for Jack Shogren. First, Annalise is going to tell us the answers to whether there is a Dr. Pepper, a Dr. Bronner, and a Sergeant Pepper. Okay. I also got Dr. Scholl up, too. Yes. Okay, great. Yeah, we were talking about Dr. Scholl. Okay. So the Dr. Pepper one is a bit of a mouthful. Let's see if we can unpack all of this. (laughs) Uh, So the answer on Google that was given to me was a pharmacist named Charles Alderton created Dr. Pepper in 1885. Alderton worked at a drugstore in Waco, Texas, owned by a man named Wade Morrison. Legend has it that Morrison named it Dr. Pepper after the father of a young girl he was once in love with. Which is really weird. Wouldn't you name Hmm. it after the girl? Yeah. I mean, that would also be creepy, but it would make more sense, right? Was she a doctor, though, is the question. That's true. But why why does she need to be a doctor to create a young soul? Hmm. Little girl pepper. Little girl pepper. <laughs> Somehow much worse. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's Dr. Pepper. Uh, wow. Dr. Bronner. Wait, so real. Dr. Pepper real. Dr. Pepper, the term Dr. Pepper, it's, it's a, I feel like this is a little bit legend-based. 
Hmm. Oh, legend has it. So not real. Ugh, I hate that. Okay. All right. So. Was a real person. Okay. Oh, he's dead. I called it. Dead man. 87. Yeah. Seven is the most. Magical uh, was the maker of Dr. Bronner's magic soaps. He used product labels to promote his moral and religious ideas, including in the goodness and unity of humanity. I've always wondered if he was actually sketchy, but uh, hmm. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it. Based on a cursory glance at Wikipedia, which is always great. Yeah. Um, and then there was no real Sergeant Pepper. Okay, so mm. we did good. And then right? uh, Dr. Scholl was a real person. Dude, right? A dude? A dude. A dude. Okay, yeah. a dude. Wow. Not a father of a young lady. Hmm. There are all your answers. Thank you. Wow. So thank you so much. We did well. Yeah. There was no way we could have guessed that Dr. Pepper was was a little girl's dad. <laughs> Do you think his first name was Pepper? Because <laughs> her last name would probably be Pepper as well. I know that'd be such <laughs> not slick. Like it's not slick at all. Actually, the whole thing was Dr. not slick. Dr. Pepper of him to Sanders. <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> oh well. Cool. Um, Good to know. Okay. So we got it. We figured it out. So, Jack, what mm -hmm. would you like some guidance about today via the universal consciousness? Let's see. Hmm. So Shuffle these cards while you think about yes. it. Yes. <clears throat> so is the question like, what do I have going on in my life or well, guidance in general? If you seek... <gasps> The devil you're flashing the devil at me as you speak <gasps> um excuse me <laughs> excuse me god bless you uh um yes you can ask about guidance for your future you can mm. ask about a question from the past you can have a chat with the deck and see what it says to you you could say, what do you think I should ask about, Deck? I would love that. Okay. Okay, cool. Do you want to do that? I've okay. always done it where I'm like, let's talk about this week. <laughs> uh -huh. But I want to hear what the Deck has to say. Okay, so we'll have a convo with the Deck. So what I'll have you do. Okay. I'm really bad at shuffling cards. Cool. That's great. Okay, so let me. You Sorry. keep flashing the devil okay. at me. <laughs> okay, I'm going to stick it right back in the middle. Okay, I'm going to say a brief prayer over these cards before we get started and then we'll just have a convo and see what it has to say great okay so we're asking Deck, what do you think Jack should, like, ask about, think about? What mm. should Jack have guidance about? The deck says, first card. Oh, that's so interesting. Hmm. It's just a Pokemon card. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is it, did I, should I not turn it up? You could flip, you could flip it. Okay. It's the Six of Cups. It's such, actually, maybe it's interesting because it's reversed. The Six of Cups is usually actually about childhood. It's about children. Mm. Uh, it's about true love in a lot of ways. Um, it's the sweetest card of all. It's like the it's the most. Um, it's the card that kind of promises that there's no hidden intentions necessarily. Like there's no there's no deeper 
uh, hidden agendas, basically. Wow. It's a very, yeah, it's, it's very sweet. Whenever I see it, I feel really comforted because it seems to say, you can trust the situation, like, don't worry, like, mm-hmm. this is okay, like, like, you can trust the situation, basically. Um, when it's reversed, it is sometimes about nostalgia. It's about um, not seeing things as they actually are the past as it really is, if that makes sense. Mm. Like nostalgia of the past. Like sugarcoating the past. Uh-huh. Okay. Or longing for a time that never was, basically. Mm. Um, I've never done that. What'd you say? I've never done that. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know exactly what's happened in the past. No, I definitely, <laughs> yeah, I can relate. Um, sure. I'm going to, it's not, that's not a super clear answer to me unless you're drawing something immediately from it. I mean, I feel, I mean, the first version of that card, I feel deep in my bones a lot. Like that's, that's what I want to inhabit in mm-hmm. my life yes. in general. Yes. Like just like open book. I want to be like, I talked to my therapist a lot about, she, she calls it me wanting to be the good boy, <laughs> which is like, you know, very possibly like Freudian or something, but, uh-huh. uh, just I just have this like need in my bones to like be good. And, interesting. Like oh. I want to be like pure and just a force for good. That's so interesting. Okay, let's. Um, that seems related to me, especially because it's reversed too. Because that would show that you feel as though it's not that. I don't know. There's something surrounding that. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna pull a clarifying card and see if we can see what else it has to do. Uh, a peaceful card. Interesting. I'm pulling the four of swords, the ten of swords, and the reversed um, four of cups. So, um, so I guess I'm looking at this as like the question being like, what is goodness? Like that seems to be hmm. the question at, of your life, I guess. Sure. Right. Like, I mean, what is it to be good? Yeah, let's let's go right. with that. Does sure. that seem? Does that seem? I think it's more. Yeah, I think it's like no, what like, is what is at my core. What is good to me? Um, what is what I am striving for? Because I can feel it when it's there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I sometimes it's hard to to find it when you're like in a rut or something. Yes, so like hard to identify and and draw out mm-hmm. sometimes. Um, the feeling of doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Like this sure. sort of like des- deep desire, like I really want to do the right thing. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, which is interesting because <laughs> I think it's something that people struggle with sometimes where, where people want, you know, everyone feels, for, well, I'm not going to like put a totally broad <laughs> blanket on it, but you think you're a good person i know some people are like i'm a bad person i don't feel it but there's like this this hope that you are good and um the the sort of like hope that if you're a good person then you won't do any wrong Mm. like if that makes sense you won't make a mistake right if that makes sense yeah if you're centered and yes on the right path yes. and you won't end up anywhere that you don't want to be yes I guess. yeah um i want to be good so that i don't fuck things up mm-hmm. does that seem like 
I think for me, it's I want to be good so that I can, like, I grew up with my mom telling me this thing that her dad always told her, which is like, leave it better than you found it. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of like written on my heart a little bit. Yeah, um, it sounds very like Tikum Olam, heal the world wow. type stuff. I don't know about that. It's the, <laughs> I only know it through Mr. Rogers because you like <sighs> said it in his. Yes. Okay, well, that's <laughs> your, your all I need to know. Your face just got like, yeah. you just like completely lit up when I <laughs> He's my dude. Mr. Rogers. Yeah. He's kind of my dude too. I'm very like, yeah. how did he do that? Like, um, That's that card to me. Mr. Like, Rogers. Yeah. It's yeah, like very pure... much. Yes, yes, mm -hmm. yes. Not just my dude, I want to say. He, I feel very, like, I know that he's the world's He's dude. everyone's yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know. I don't. The personal is the claim. universal. He's yeah. ours. <laughs> of course. <laughs> uh, um, but Tikam Olam is the, it's like from the Jewish idea that uh, basically what you're saying, leave it better than you found it, like heal mm. the world. There's this responsibility to heal the world essentially, mm -hmm. which I think he mentioned, uh, I think it was after 9-11 cause he, they came up to him and were like, how are we gonna explain this to kids? And that's, he, he presented that in the um, first show that he did after 9-11 was, mm -hmm. The concept of Tikamolum. I think that's where that famous like look for the helpers. Look for like, the helpers. That, that, yeah, that was that bit, which now has been like run or, run around so many times. It's right. like there's cliche. like memes with like minions like look for the helpers. <laughs> <laughs> like really? Yeah. Uh, Taz. Yes. <laughs> um. So, how to achieve that? Right. Like that's yeah. the question. Sure. At hand, yeah. how to always be in line with that kind of idea how can i like charge it and put it in my heart like <laughs> yes like a a gem mm -hmm. a, um an iron man like iron man <laughs> like iron man does he have a wait what's in his hand uh, what's he in his heart? i think he has like the tesseract in his heart or that like is keeping him alive that's like a pure i don't know why i brought up iron man but <laughs> just kind of like a charged uh like uh rock that's like in his uh his core that's replacing his heart that is like a force of i guess justice in the way that he Whoa. uses it but i didn't know that i thought i it, didn't really i never think about it and i don't know how it just came i'm gonna to my mind, i'm but, probably gonna look yeah. it up because i'm curious about tesseracts also mm -hmm. i think that's what it's called yeah um i'm gonna pull one more card to see wow it's showing so many reversed cards that you see when <laughs> so it's basically okay so it showed reverse six of cups which is looking like hmm what is tika molem what is hmm. finding this and then it showed four of swords which is like the meditative card mm -hmm. that you see when you like withdraw and take a break and try to like prepare for the next cycles of your life basically mm -hmm. it's a peaceful card that um asks you to try to do some restoration heart you know mind body and soul sure basically and then the cards that it showed reversed are the ones I often see when you um, basically allow yourself to let go. It's like the three biggest let go cards, I would say, mm. on small levels for the mind, the heart and the body sort of like the the deeper body level stuff it has mm. the reverse ten of swords. So it shows um, anxiety falling away, basically. Because normally when this is 
upright it's very much like looks like this guy is yeah dead he's being stabbed by 10 swords there's a man with like 10 swords in his body yes and he's lying face down obviously looks dead right um but it usually ends up being the kind of like melodrama card because mm. it's like do you really need 10 swords in your back like no right. probably not probably one is enough probably one is enough it's <laughs> um, so usually like a response to your problems rather than the problems themselves Whoa. if that makes sense mm-hmm. um and it's swords which represents the mind so it's usually like you're just your anxieties mm-hmm. so there's the release of that when it's reversed it's like all the swords falling away then with this guy four of cups this is the card you see when you're in emotional hydraulics and you're like obsessing about stuff in your heart hmm. and this guy is sitting under a tree with his arms folded and he's staring at these three cups and he can't seem to stop thinking about them basically maybe wow. they didn't give him what he wanted maybe he's hung over or something hmm. and then there's this little cloud that's coming along with another cup for him Whoa. but he can't look up and see this miracle basically right that's floating towards him mm-hmm. so when that's released when that's reversed that's coming out of the emotional um, cycle that you get caught in. So the first one is like the anxious mental cycle. Yeah. Second one is the emotional cycle of returning to this comforting emotional place over mm-hmm. and over again. And then the last one, this one's really tough. I've always, I've always struggled with this one. Four of Pentacles, where it shows this king that's contracted tightly around these coins. One is on his head on his hat and he's got two under his feet and he's clutching another one in his arms hmm. even though there's this big kingdom behind him and i always say that he's a king that doesn't realize he's a king hmm. and is still stuck in this kind of like survival mode and um it's usually actually about money it actually usually is about feeling like you don't have enough always feeling like you don't have enough and so you have to cling to what you have because wow. you just simply don't think you can give because you need it for yourself basically and so when that gets reversed then it's trusting more that especially when it comes to money that things money comes and goes and that's a part of Hmm. it's like a flow like anything else and it doesn't it's not good to not quote good to for your soul to clutch and cling basically So to me, it's sort of like meditating on how these three things, like getting out of the melodrama, the victim complex, as the swords, um, being brave enough to go into unknown places emotionally rather than returning to old feelings, and um, uh, having more trust in your own... um, ability to spend your material resources in a way that's going to like create more wealth basically Mm -hmm. those three things are related in in terms of um continuing to expand your ability to make the world a better place wow does that make sense at all absolutely yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i mean it it makes a ton of sense. Can you go over the second card again really quick? I think this was, <laughs> it, the second card is the four of swords mm-hmm. and he's lying down. He looks almost dead. He looks like he's in a tomb. He looks like he, uh, his hands are tented. His hands are tented. To me, this Which felt. Which means he's not dead, right? He's not dead. He's fine. Cool. He's taking a nap. Phew. 
to me it was like the deck was saying okay well let's meditate on this it seemed to be like an actual just like hmm okay hmm let's think about mm. this these are the things to think about I, I seem to be saying hey jack these are the concepts to think about before moving into the next cycle of your life mm -hmm. that's what it sort of seemed like it wow. was saying to me um because this card is what it's like quietly preparing for the next cycle basically mm -hmm. so that seems to be the things and then i'm gonna see what comes after that this is yeah this is really wild do you want to hear oh. feedback so far yeah definitely yes tell me because uh, i'm totally going into a new cycle of life because my wife hallie and i just got this exciting contract of like doing animation and uh, working together for the first time uh, for our bread and butter job, you know, um, and we've never done it before. And there's been some trepidation of like, can we work together without this, uh, like <laughs> imploding our marriage? And I think that oh, that's so funny. Is, yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what that is then, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's and it's for like this amazing cause, this this uh, like mental health resource for teens, which I feel like is making the world a better place. It's kind of leaving it better than you found it. Mm -hmm. And Oh, um, then that's what this reversed children. Yeah. Oh, it's crazy. Duh. Oh, I didn't even think about that. So that's what the reverse six of cups is the children yeah. who are having issues because it's reversed. Wow. Right. Oh, I love that. Well, there you go. And like <laughs> the last three cards are like anxiety, emotional cycles and letting go of fear of not enough. Like that is like, fully what where i've been mm. like in coming to terms with this new opportunity that's been uh kind of airlifted into our lives and uh it's just it's it's just lovely i i'm so happy to be where i am and it this is like a very uh positive affirming mm. spread then because uh yeah i wonder I'd like to pull a card to see if there can be something to, because it's all very well to be like, just let go of your anxieties and emotional mm -hmm. cycles and like worries about money, like just do it. Right. But I wonder if there's a card that can sh share, can show you, can be a guide. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna ask. Sure. Is that like what could be a guide during this time? Yeah. Do you remember? Um, <laughs> reversed King of Swords. <laughs> so when the King of Swords is reversed he uh is a real asshole he's really mean hmm. like he just basically doesn't um give you any mercy essentially he's like a merciless figure he's hmm. totally cut off from um his heart in some ways i don't think this is your guide <laughs> <laughs> i think it's probably getting him in balance when he's upright he seeks impartiality so that impartiality is that the word he's impartial so that mm. he can make just decisions um but that doesn't necessarily that doesn't necessarily mean not honoring your feelings or something like that it's just more i think the king of swords is here to tell you to act in a way that cuts through illusions of any kind mm. that can come up when it, when you know emotions get activated old emotions get activated hmm. i think it could also be it's funny because we were talking like slightly about your dad earlier sometimes reverse king of swords is stuff from the past about your dad that stories that your dad told you that gets caught in your head hmm. so that can be partially 
like li- releasing some of those yeah older stuff if that makes sense cool am i have that right i'm asking the deck if i have that right yeah for sure so it has the reverse hierophant reverse chariot cool i love it okay reverse temper oh my god wow this is such a strong <laughs> thing okay it's just wow you got the four cards that say over and over and over. So it's reverse king of swords, reverse hierophant, reverse chariot, reverse emperor. It's like saying in huge letters, you won't be able to control what's coming. Like, do not Whoa. try to control us in ways in the past. Don't think that old structures, don't think that the structures that have been laid out before you are going to, like, get you through this time. This is a totally new place. Mm. I think it might have to do with your dad because the Hierophant is very much about the church, mm-hmm. actually. He's the um, um, ultimate like figure for <laughs> things where you sacrifice your individuality for the group, basically, which mm-hmm. is a lot about like churches and stuff like that, doctrines. Mm-hmm. Reverse Chariot is just letting go of your will pushing you through to things and emperor also is the stereotype the archetype for father hmm. and the structures that have laid out before you i just think that to see all these four together and look how stern they all look it's like four men looking really like determined um yeah that there is something about you creating your daily life that's going to look different from anything that you have done in the past or what anyone has told you is a good idea wow if that makes sense sure the way that you are going to structure your habits and your sense of discipline is going to have to suit you in particular and you're not going to be able to logic it out you're going to have to feel it out wow sort of it's like a little vague but yeah. I think that's going to be related to the struggles of that it'll usually be if you come up if you come if you have trouble letting go of these past things over the next couple months or whatever um uh it's very the the most important thing to do will be to um take a step back and just not try to force anything mm-hmm. which is like i guess good advice in general but for mm-hmm. you in particular having often been close to quote ways to do things like most of your life you know what i mean like you've right. always been close to things have been set up there's a path to follow should you want to do you know mm-hmm. what i mean right and that's kind of going out the window i think wow for you yeah if that makes sense yeah i love that it's very interesting Mm-hmm. Especially being a PK pastor's kid, uh, for sure. I can't <laughs> believe it was reversed. Hierophant came up, wow. and all the daddy dad 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 cards. This looks like four dads in a row. <laughs> there are four dads in a row, and one of them's just literally a picture of my dad. So it that, is it's crazy. Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> let daddy go. <laughs> no more daddy. So then, who oh answer? I, I just wanted to be answer me. Like I feel like Dex not answering me. He's only like, here's what you don't do. Don't do that. It's like mm. where's the Oh, there she is. Oh. Queen of Cups. Mm. That's your, she's your gal. She's completely tuned into the emotional world. She's the, she signifies emotional mastery. 
I don't know why it was so like, get rid of dad. I mean, like, not literally. I'm saying yeah. your dad, but it's actually more just like the father of couple dad. F. The royal dad. <laughs> <laughs> royal dad. And instead, um, Um, focusing on thinking and feeling with great emotional compassion for yourself. Wow. Little, it's different from acting. It's more, yeah. quote, seems more passive. Hmm. Passive in what way? Like, I, uh, a more like appreciation rather than having to feel like you have to do, quote, do something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cool. Yeah. Um, I like that. It might appear passive to outside outsiders, but it's the way that like a garden that's growing appears passive when yeah. really things are like growing underneath and stuff like that. Yeah. Cool. Or like a duck's feet or whatever. Yes, under the water. that's a really good. That's a really good way to think about it, and that's mm. what the Queen of Cups is like. I love that. Also, she's like ready to go to a coffee shop with her reusable. Uh, <laughs> Reusable ornate. Her insane. <laughs> she actually made that cup herself. Yeah. She's super proud of it. It She's looks like a religious great. artifact. Yeah. If you brought that into a coffee shop and like, can I get a cappuccino in here? <laughs> Just a flat white maybe. <laughs> yeah. You'd be like, get the fuck out of here. I'm so happy about that. Wow. Me too. I love it. Thank you so much for um, letting me pull spread for you today. Thank you. How can people find you online if they care to, if they want to? Yeah. So my main online presence is on Instagram mm -hmm. and uh, my handle is at Shogren Jack. That's S-J-O-G-R-E-N Jack. Um, and yeah, I post all my comics there. And I also do like a biweekly comic for Hyperallergic and some like art horoscopes for them. And that's been really fun. You so, do art horoscopes? I do art horoscopes. I that was the one that. one time I texted you and was like, what's the deal with the current... Uh, Sign. Oh, you're trying to get insider info. Well, it was more like I want to be not stupid about this, because oh, <laughs> like before, I had literally just been making up stuff, and uh, I was like, maybe this can be vaguely helpful <laughs> to anyone. So uh, then I Venmoed you five dollars for the wisdom of the stars. Yes, which was well, yeah. I have to check those out. <laughs> well, thank yeah. you so much, Jack. And again, if anyone out there's listening, they want to get a tarot reading, you can contact me at dreamcitytarot at gmail.com and thank you everybody for listening and we'll see you next time